Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about our favorite Zelda games. The favorite Zelda games. Well, Chris, you know, obviously, like by you know, next week we're gonna have another contender. We will. Um, in Tears of the Kingdom. Are you picking it up like day one? Like, are you doing this? Uh that's yeah, that's my plan. Also, um, yes. Did that's you ever plan. beat sh- Breath of the Wild? No. Okay. But I don't care. But you did your point. things. You know, you did all the things. And, and you assume that at the end of the Breath of the Wild, like, you know, obviously, like, Link doesn't lose. <laughs> right. I mean, you wouldn't think he would. You wouldn't, you wouldn't assume so uh, after hundreds of hours of, of leveling up and, and such, you know. So, um, so yeah, you can, you can infer some of what, what has happened. Um, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about, uh, about it. Um, I'm preloading it right now as we speak. And uh, and hopefully there won't be like a, a massive day one patch, but it is a, it is like a, the biggest game that download the, or game size file size that Nintendo has ever released. That's wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've been trying to figure out. Like, I mean, I guess I'm just gonna download the digital version. Yeah. There's no reason to have the physical version of this. I mean, is there? In, unless you can get your hands on the collector's edition, which um, is what I would love. I mean, it's real. It, it would be real cool. I uh, I opted to, like to, to not do that because if I did get like order the collector's edition, it probably wouldn't be here until like next week sometime at this point. Um, and so I was like, nah, I, I want to play. I want to play like right as soon as it happens. And also, um, you know, my 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 pick of the week this week is actually uh, something that I can talk about whenever you know whenever I, I I talk about this this decision. So, regardless, Chris. I'll, I'll leave that to later. Just, you know, tease it a little bit there. Uh, regardless, yeah, I'm doing digital. Um, I would say digital is probably the best way if you are, you know, as if you're not going to get that collector's edition. Um, I have the original game, like the Breath of the Wild. I have that one physically. Same. Because I bought it before my Switch, actually, because I showed up like at mid- the midnight release of the Switch slash uh, Breath of the Wild at Walmart and was like the the neck, like the person in front of me got a Switch and then they ran out of Switches. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i did not get a switch that night but i got the game i had i had ordered the game um and then so then the following morning i got the the switch at target and uh and and was able to play the game then i think i feel point. like i remember but, this did i already have my switch at that point did, yeah i think I you got yours before i did um i think you got yours like you got yours like really early in the morning shipped to you like or yeah. whatever and i think it like was at your house but like whenever you were not or something i don't remember exactly how that all shook out but um, I'm sure we could go back and uh, figure it out. <laughs> if only there was a way that, you know, a recorded history of conversations about <laughs> this type of thing for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, so I'm very, very, very excited about this. Um, and uh, and I, I, I've been kind of like amping myself up about it. Um, listening to like, there's a, there's a, like, I listened to a podcast with like somebody who does like music theory stuff and they were talking about all the different like music theory and the Zelda music throughout the ages. It was great. Uh, it was a recommendation from Cody Moffat. Um, but it's, it's, it was, it was a fun episode to, to listen to. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Chris, what have you been up to this week though? That's next week. We're going to be, we're going to be talking about Breath of, or, uh, Z- Tears of the Kingdom next week. What, what, what about this past week? What, what, what have you been up to? Oh uh, man, so the main thing I've been up to, I mean, I, I, I briefly alluded to the fact that it was happening last week, but I, uh, I saw um, 
uh, Return of the Jedi in theaters. Nice. Yep. And I saw I saw it. I got I I was gonna see it on the the third, um, but then uh, I ended up couldn't get tickets, and so um, they, they were all sold out. Um, because there weren't that many showtimes, and I, and I, it was in less theaters around here than I thought it would be. Uh, but it was in the, mainly just the big ones. Anyway, I ended up going appropriately on May the fourth. Nice. And uh, and saw that um, it was really really cool theater um, experience was great. I had forgotten that um, until I was I was sitting there sitting next to uh, somebody else, uh, like who had driven from another part of the state to come see it, and. Uh, he had mentioned that he had gone, you know, to uh, to see uh, the Empire Strikes Back on its 40th anniversary uh, a couple of years ago. This was back when uh, the uh, the theaters were closed. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot I did that too. I saw it in, at a drive-in. Um, we saw That's it at the Stardust awesome. Drive-in. So I've now seen, and I was like, "Why didn't we see the? Why didn't we get the 40th anniversary release of A New Hope?" But yeah, we were like, uh, "That the original." That, well, that would have been like around the same time that um, uh, re- the the Last Jedi would have uh, not the Last Jedi. No, uh, what's the middle one? Um, uh, 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 oh, the on. middle one. Yeah, the Last Jedi. Last Jedi is that's yeah. the one where that's the one we all hate. Uh, well, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> Last Last Jedi. Last that's Jedi. Yeah, I'm one. looking it up. Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, that was 2017. So okay. that's why they yeah, wouldn't yeah, have yeah, released that. And like sense. muddy the marketplace with two Star Wars movies. <laughs> oh, I went to see that that brand new Star Wars. Man, it was yeah. kind of like which kind of bugs like me out. I'm like, man, are we gonna have to wait for the 50th anniversary yeah. of A New Hope to see it in theaters yeah. again? <laughs> I feel like somebody goes to that one and, and like meant to go to the last year. I'd be like, man, Ray wasn't even in that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, I'm kind of on the look see on the on the prowl to see if anybody sh- shows uh, A New Hope in theaters, so I can kind of round out a nice. recent. A recent, in you know, within the past five years, viewing of them in theaters. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, dude. So, so like you know, as far as like Star Wars Day goes, I did a lot for like I did a lot of Star Wars stuff for Star Wars Day. So I've watched uh, the biggest one, the, the the number one thing that I I would recommend everyone does. Um, watch Star Wars Visions season two. Okay. And like the Star Wars Vision stuff, like you can watch it in any order that you want. Like if you if you wanted to jump right into season two, you know you can do jump right into season two. There's some really good episodes in season in season one as well. But like, dude, season two is like is hit after hit after hit. There's only one in there that is just like it, it's the similar art style to one of the other ones, and so it kind of blends into the other one for me. Um, the whole first season. Um, there's a few of them that blend into each other. There was like, there's like three standouts for me in that first season that I like constantly kind of think about and, and go, oh man, those were so good. Um, and genuinely, genuinely it was because like, they were just like unique takes on like Star Wars, uh, a Star Wars universe. This one is not only like unique take after unique take. It's like it, they, they branched out as far as like art styles go. Like there's some like claymation stuff in there. Um, there's like basically the studios this one uh, the first season was all uh studios uh from Japan and then this one is no studios from Japan um mm. and there's there's a like a uh, a really cool one done by a a Korean studio there's but like but like it's there's like there's so many different 
styles and different ways of storytelling in it. Um, and it just starts out and like I watched them in, in two batches, which is what I did with the first one. Watched the first like four or five and then the next four. Um, like I watched the, the, them in just, you know, kind of like two little chunks. And that was a really good way to do it because like, man, there's, there's one in particular, it's episode two. Um, and it, it is of season two. It really like, consistently like gnaws at my brain in the same way that other like some other pieces of media have in the past um we've talked about before like the movie prometheus uh like gnaws at my brain a little bit sometimes um where it's just kind of mm. like it's just like in there and you're like oh man like uh, that's it's just like what what is that like you just like it's it's just in there and then the, but then this one's i think it's called screechers uh screechers reach and dude, it just, it's in there. It's in my brain. And it's, uh, and I'm just like, my goodness, that was a quite the 15 minute <laughs> story. Um, so anyway, uh, everybody should watch, uh, Star Wars Visions season two. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, even if you're, even if you're like not as into like, you know, Star Wars or whatever, j- just watch it. It's real good. <laughs> and it's visually stunning too. Like I, uh, I, another one of the reasons why, like I, I separated the two was I was like the next day I wasn't going to be able to watch it on my, um, uh, big screen. And so I, I would like waited until I was able to, to watch it on my, uh, on my big TV, um, in order to like kind of get the full, like turn off all the lights, like turn on the big screen. Like it's just some of the most stunning animation, um, you know, that I've, that I've seen, uh, and it's, it's star Wars. So it's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'll check it out. Um, I also for for star Wars day, there is, uh, as like a, as like a, a more like whimsical cool down to some of the, the, the star Wars visions stuff. Um, there is, uh, the Lego star Wars, uh, animated stuff that's on uh, like Disney plus or whatever. Um, they had a, a show for a while called the free maker adventures is really good, but like this, the Lego star Wars stuff is really good in that it really dances around like the different uh, times in like the different eras of star Wars really well. Um, so there's one in there that I hadn't watched yet and it's the Lego star Wars summer vacation. And it's placed after uh, rise of Skywalker. So like, you know, it's the new, it's the new, the new, new folks. Uh, it's mo- mostly centered around Finn, which was awesome. And, uh, and, and they all go on vacation to the galactic star cruiser. Um, which is the galactic star cruiser at Disney. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and the ship is called the Halcyon. And so they go to that, that, you know, <laughs> that resort, uh, which you can, you can go to if you, you know, <laughs> make it to Florida and have a couple of days and then, you know, a, uh, <laughs> can book it it's uh it's really funny so like they uh the stories are good they have basically like three different vignettes in it um and uh and and it really has a good a good message as well like it 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 feels very star wars like it's so funny to talk about the lego star wars animated stuff because they get like they understand star wars incredibly well and they reference stuff and it's not but it's not just like you know played for jokes or whatever like it's all you know it, it does feel like it has uh has meaning and and uh you know where it's like you know i'm, I'm laughing one second and i'm like oh i'm getting emotional kind of tearing up the next second in it and stuff so like it's you know it's real good so if anybody uh wants a more like a light-hearted family-friendly heartwarming type of a thing you know lego star wars summer vacation go for that <laughs> nice Oh man, but that's what I've been up to this week. Uh, you know, just a bunch of 
bunch of Star Wars-y stuff because of May the 4th. Cool, man. Oh, one more thing, Chris. Lego, or not Lego, sorry, just Star Wars Racer, so Star Wars Pod Racer is free uh, with games with gold. Like, if you have gold on Xbox, oh, yeah, I saw that. It's, you just grab it. Uh, and I played through, like, the first uh, first camp, like, the first, like, what do you call it, tournament series? I don't remember. Yeah. Of those. And, uh, dude, that game is a blast. I also wish they would make a new one <laughs> with updated graphics. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but, yeah, so I just wanted to, wanted to give that shout out for people if, uh, if, they had didn't already know and they've got xbox live gold um they should go and get that for free because it's it's a blast from the past and it's awesome it, it reminded me i i at one point played it in the arcade where you sit in anakin's pod racer basically and uh and you and you like push the things forward to like to 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 drive it and stuff like that it's, it was it was that arcade cabinet was really uh, elaborate and hilarious and and fun so well john a little later we're going to talk about zelda but first, pick of the week! Pick of the week! All right, John, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is uh, a Zelda-related. Um, so rather than the special edition, so like, or the collector's edition, the collector's edition of, of uh, Tears of the Kingdom comes with like a 200-and-something page art book, to like 202-page, 207-page art book of uh, Tears of the Kingdom art. And so I was like, ah, I'm probably not going to be able to get that. I also probably am, you know, not going to be like, if I did get it, I wouldn't be able to play it day one. So I want to kind of do the digital thing, but I also would love an art book. Um, and so for Breath of the Wild, this is a, a, there's an art book. It is called The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Creating a Champion. Mm. This book is 400 and like, how many pages is this? It's 400 and... and I'm pulling up the last page here. 424 pages of not just like art and things from Breath of the Wild, but like they have interviews with the the developers. They talk about like they have a breakdown of the history of the of Hyrule, this version of Hyrule and everything. Like it, it is a a tome, and it is heavy and it is huge, um, and it's fantastic. So like I, I decided I was going to get that. It's, it was on sale on uh, on Amazon. I think it was on sale at Target too. Um, it's originally priced at 50 bucks. It was 25 whenever I bought it. <laughs> wow. So half off. And, uh, and it's a game, you know, that I played or whatever. And I was like, well, if they come out with one for tears of the kingdom, I'll get that. And I'll have like a matching pair. Um, this is another book that is published by dark horse publishing, um, which is who did the DuckTales um, making of uh art book series that I, or art book that i have over there and dude the the printing quality is fantastic um it's it's great i do wish it was in the a little bit of a bigger profile like so you know how like the timelines book that star wars timelines book we talked about a couple weeks ago yeah it's a little bit wider than like a lot of mm. normal art books i wish it was that size because it sits flat. Like whenever you, whenever you lay it down flat, like open up that timelines book and put it on like a table, everything looks exactly as it should. Um, nothing's lost in the, in the, like a, uh, in the crease in the middle. Whereas the Zelda book occasionally from on, like if there's like a single image across two both pages, which is not 
common, but uh, but on the few times that that does happen, something, some detail gets lost in that uh, in the crease in the middle. Um, whereas, like with the Star Wars book, that Star Wars book that I have, that Timelines book, as well as one of the other Star Wars art books that I have, and, and uh, the Mandalorian um, art book, and like that, those types of things, they don't get lost in the seam. So um, that's my only critique of that book is that sometimes if it's a big spread, something gets lost in the in the seam. But uh, but. Dude, it is fantastic. I was reading about the, about the history of Hyrule, brushing up on uh, the things that have happened, and like brushing up on the different like uh, ruins and types of cultures that are in uh, in Hyrule. So I'll be ready, man. I'll be ready whenever uh, whenever Tears of the Kingdom is out. That's awesome. Uh, that's what, what's your pick of the week this week? All right, my pick of the week um, over the weekend. Uh, I went to the uh, Taylor Swift Eras tour, and. Uh, it was it was awesome. It was great. Uh, went to the Reputation tour a few few years back, and um, it, it's it's this is different in the the way that like you know most tours have like one theme. It's the most recent album, that kind of thing. This like she cycled through every single album, and it was very impressive. The experience was wild. We went on Sunday. It stormed here in in Nashville, and so um, it went on late. Um, ended up starting at like ten fifteen. It got over. She she plays for a solid three and a half hours straight, and uh, which is super impressive. Um, I couldn't do that. Uh, and she uh, um, ended around one forty five ish. Um, it was it was a it was a cool concert. Like it was raining for a lot of it, and so it was just like it was just a cool fun time. But if uh, if anyone's out there and and they're able to snag some. Some decently priced tickets to that show. It's uh, it's a great one to go to. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. I know. Like, didn't she? Uh, she released uh, the Taylor's version of "Speak Now." She um, announced it. It comes out in July, so you oh. can pre-order it right now. It's a. It's one. I mean, my favorite color is purple. And uh, if you look at it, if you go online, it's this marble purple record, and it is Ooh, cool. probably the most beautiful record I've ever seen in my life. Nice. It's nice. really really cool looking. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, that's awesome. That's uh, yeah. yeah I, I thought I thought maybe she had like announced it and then released it at the same time as her Nashville show. I was like, oh man, that would be uh, so I mean, cool. That would, yeah, no, that would be cool. Well, it was cool to see like the city, like they you know after she announced it, they lit up the pedestrian bridge all purple. The Capitol building was purple. The um, courthouse was purple. The Adventure Science Center was purple. Advent- yep. Um, I think they they matched the colors on. Um, Korean Veterans Bridge. It wasn't purple, but it was like pink. I don't know if they can't make it purple. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they don't have the color. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> they don't have enough blue. <laughs> yeah, might, they might not. I don't know. I mean, I mean, that, one, that bridge has been around for a while. So I mean, unless I mean, yeah, unless you've got enough blue, uh, if you attempt purple, it just comes off comes off as like a reddish pink. You know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was great. I mean, she always puts on a great show. So super cool, man. Super yep. cool. Well, well, my pick of the week this week is Zelda Breath of the Wild, creating a champion book. And mine is the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. All right, John. So um, we thought we'd talk a little bit this week. We already kind of talked about it, about our, our favorite Zelda games. Um, and you, you, we were talking about, you know, our experiences with uh, Breath of the Wild. I, I still, you finished Breath of the Wild, right? Oh yeah, oh, I no. did almost everything you could do except for the Korok seeds. I did every uh, shrine, I did all of the memories, I did all of the location. I tr- attempted to try to clear the map except for Korok seeds. Were there just um, too many at one point? I know we've talked about this before. There but are nine hundred. That's insane. <laughs> I, I have, it takes I, you. 
say it takes you on average five minutes to find one, which that's that's yes, not generous. some of them. It takes like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> how long? Hang on, let me put. Okay, so if I <laughs> if I multi, if say, okay, should should we say on average it takes ten minutes? I mean, probably. Let's let's do let's just split different. Seven. Let's do seven minutes. Oh gosh, <laughs> and now, and how many of them are there? Nine hundred. <laughs> flat out nine hundred. I think so. I, let me let me do a Google. I remember like looking That's at like sixty three hundred hours divided oh by sixty. Gosh. That's one hundred five hours, John. <laughs> how? One hundred five hours Korok just seeds. finding Kurok seeds. <laughs> That's yeah. outrageous. So how many, yeah, there are exactly nine hundred. And oh. the map. Let me send you a screenshot of this of this map for all nine hundred. That doesn't make Korok any seeds. sense, dude. <laughs> Why would they do that? I mean. <laughs> I love collectible. Here's the thing, and I actually think I fell off of that game. Like go, I was going after Kurok seeds at the, that point in time, dude. And so, like, the thing about it is, I'm just gonna send you this, this screenshot of somebody's that somebody's put together of all of the Korok seeds on the map. Like, it is absurd. You look at it and you're like, what, what? Um, but yeah, dude, I, I actually like I looked I uh I tried and so there's a mask that oh my you get gosh, that's insane. It, at one point um in that game that will vibrate and like give you an auditory cue and like it like it'll shake the mask on his face will shake. So like a visual and auditory cue as well as like a rumble on your on your HD rumble that tells you where the Korok seeds are. Like whenever you're like near one, it'll like rumble. Um and I put that on at one point being like, yeah, no, I'll totally, I'll just like do the rest of my adventure with this one on and, and I'll, I'll find all the Koraxies. And dude, it was just rumbling constantly. And yeah. I was like, this isn't helping at all because <laughs> there's so many Korok seeds. Um, as a, as a side note, the thing that you get at the end of uh, like the, the, the reward for collecting all 900, you go and bring them to, uh, you know, to, to turn them in. Um, most of the time, like, it's like, Hey, you get more slots in your inventory is what, what it was. Um, but like the thing they give you, the item they give you at the end is the, it, it's, it's literally just poop. Like it's a piece of, it, it, that's all like, that's the only way. What? To, <laughs> yeah. That's it. It looks like it's just poop. Korok from, poop. From what? From Koroks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it dude. does no, absolutely nothing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it doesn't do anything in the game. That's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so yeah. I, once I found out that like that's what you get, like there's no way I was doing all the Korok seeds, and I I just like you know did the things. I did all the other things, like all the shrines and stuff, and that was really funny because I did all of those without looking things up with the shrines because basically once they uh, after a certain point they they added the functionality where you could look at your footsteps for your entire game, like since you've been playing, like so you can look at a map, your map, and have like you, the entire traced outline of where you've been. And you can actually like watch it play out and stuff. And that was super helpful because it was like, man, I haven't been over in that field before. And so I would just like climb up a mountain, jump off with my little glider and like go to that mountain. Um, so yeah, like that was super helpful for a lot of the shrines and everything. Wow. Oh man. Breath of the wild. What a game. Such a great game. Um, uh, again, like I, you know, I'm trying to actually think if I've finished any Zelda game. Like actually, like like rolled credits. The one I've gotten closest to finishing, and I still have, I honestly haven't finished it, is um, um, Ocarina of Time. Nice, nice. Uh, I play it. I played it on the 3DS. It was the 64 version. 
the updated version or whatever um, that they did for the 3DS. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So that's 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 awesome. The, uh, the like so for me, I've played uh, Link's Awakening on the Virtual Console for the 3DS. It was available for a while as like a reward or something like that on my Nintendo. And so I played that and it was, it, it was fun, but I also played the remake um, and the remake. It's a, it's exactly the same, but it's got like this claymation kind of art style and, and updated uh, graphics and updated uh, audio and stuff. Um, and I played the original one, never finished the original one, like the Zelda one. Um, and then I have not played Zelda two, but the funny thing is, is like, I know a lot of the music from Zelda two through smash brothers. Like there's like some of the, the music that's in Zelda two is, uh, are, are in certain stages of super smash brothers. Um, so like I recognize a lot of the music from Zelda two, even though I don't think I've ever played that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the funny thing is I have the Zelda game and watch, um, that little like tiny little uh, little console like handheld console that they uh, they released a few years back like they have the Mario game and watch and then they released the Zelda one and Mario two is on that one um, I don't know if I'll end up playing it on that one it doesn't have like a rewind function or anything like the uh, the Switch Virtual Console does um, but uh, it is it is a pretty cool profile to play it in um, but yeah the original Zelda like I remember. Um, so like I, I basically it was years ago and I like I'd never really even attempted to play it and I went over to somebody's house and 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 uh, he was playing it. he was like he was like yeah he's like I, I realized that I had never played the original Zelda game and so you want to play it <laughs> and I was like all right sweet let's play it and so we played it there I don't th- like we didn't beat it that night but it was uh it was real fun to uh, to play the original original Zelda um, kind of go at it. it and it's like open world esque like it's basically Breath of the Wilds felt like to me the realization of the original Zelda concept where you can like, you just get spawned in the world and Hey, go do your thing. Go find out, find the secrets and, and find the bosses. Like you could technically do like the third, what would you would consider like the third boss of Zelda one? You could do that first if you wanted, if you kind of just stumble right. into it, which is wild. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, uh, um, breath of the wild, um, was great. I don't know. That, uh, I mean, this is controversial. Oh, I don't know that it's my favorite. I, I mean, I I personally enjoyed uh, Ocarina of Time a lot, um, nice. and uh, I honestly think that's my favorite Zelda. I mean, I don't know if that's a controversial take or not. I feel like it's like you split it, like where it's like mine is Breath of the Wild, and it's like oh, you got all the Breath of the Wilders over there, or you got your Ocarina of Time folks, you know. Um, so like I feel like you know that's the those are the two that you kind of split on. Um, Ocarina of Time is really like it's it's it feels it does a really good job of feeling really really open, even if it's like s- s- kind of linear and like it, you know you know what I mean. Like it's games like they kind of have this uh, really good well done games have this way of like making you feel like you have like uh, a lot more agency than you actually may <laughs> while you're playing. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's pretty like Ocarina of Time is a pretty tunneled experience. Versus, um, I mean, uh, Breath of the Wild is you can kind of do it at whatever. I do wish there was like I I I think that I wish there was a little more guidance in Breath of the Wild mm. of like go do this or like this is the main like place like thing to do. Yeah. Or like you're you know like I, I would I don't love you know go entering an area or trying a shrine and just like being annihilated. And I'm like okay, I just spent <laughs> you know fifty. 
50 yeah. tries on this and I am done and frustrated now. Um, yeah. It would be great. You know, kind of like whenever you, I mean, enter a, like in a, in, in any kind of RPG, you enter an area and it's like, this is just too powerful for you. Mm-hmm. That kind of warning, like it would be great. Yeah. I mean, and then in, in, in Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, the best you get there is like, question marks over the all over the top of like a lionel's head or whatever you're like oh i don't know what that is (laughs) right totally um i do remember attempting a lot of things that had question marks over their head and failing horribly (laughs) oh Um, yeah always (laughs) just getting wrecked um yeah dude like and that's the thing like i feel like with Ocarina of Time, I I haven't played Majora's Mask. That one's a big like big question mark for me. And I really I really should I know. Um, I, I think I, I before the eShop the 3DS eShop closed, I got the the that that version of it. So I need to maybe like make that a priority at some point before before years end to play through Majora's Mask um, because apparently that one's like fantastic as well, and it's got a time loop, and I do like time loops in in games. So. <laughs> Uh, it seems like it's right up my alley, um, yeah. but I've never played that one. Ha- did you have you dipped into? Uh, have you played Majora's Mask at all? Uh, no, I haven't. I, I uh, so I bought it in this last in this latest um, before the eShop closed. Nice. So I can I can definitely uh, play that um, now. We should uh, both so play it at like and and then like talk about it on the pod, like review it on the podcast. <laughs> we should. That'd be amazing. So you're just you're just you're just like you're saying you know it's it's definitely uh, definitely Ocarina of Time, and I'm saying it's definitely uh, Breath of the Wild. Those are our faves. Those are Those our are faves. The ones. Yep. Yep. Um. So I did want to say like there's a couple of like, um, smaller ones like like the multiplayer ones and things like that that I'd never hear people talk about, and uh, and I've always been like curious like how the it's like th- four swords or th- three swords adventures. I don't know. Um, but I've never played any of the multiplayer uh, Zelda games either. Um, yeah, I haven't either, and, um, and I'm trying to remember. Uh, there was a few that I was I was wanting to I was wanting to play at one point. Um, that uh, I can't remember what it was. There were two that were like exactly like each other. It's kind of like a Pokemon Pokemon situation. Ooh. Oh man, what were they called? Uh, Oracle never... of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. Yes, yes, I nice. never played those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I have played one of those. I do not know which one it is at this point, <laughs> but I never, I didn't finish it. I uh, I only just started it. Um, it's on my it's on my 3ds, I believe. So was it any I, good? Uh, I I liked it. It was fun. It was a. Uh, okay. but I don't know why I fell off of it. That's the only question that I have in my brain at this point. Is yeah. Like, wh- why did I stop? Yeah, what was, was the reason? If it was a fun time, yeah. Like, what was the thing? The one that I haven't played. So there's like Spirit Tracks. Is is one? Of, it's that was the DS, I believe. Um. And I always wanted to find like a cart of that so I could play it on my 3DS. But there's like Spirit Tracks, and there was one other one um, that came out around that same time. Um, it was like, hey, it's it's uh, Zelda, but with a train. And I, I always thought that was a kind of a cool concept because I do like trains. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh man. Well, cool. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? I mean, I'm excited about uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Dude, um, I, I, I like part of me kind of wanted to, you know how we, I think you sent me something that said that like each GameStop is going to have four copies. Yeah. But how do I get one of those four copies is my question. I mean, how early do you have edition. to get there? Are you camping out? Like what's I mean, I And then the to. other thing is this, Chris. <laughs> who's to say that the like the managers of, of the GameStop haven't like been like, "No, no, this one's I'm for me." Take you know. It. Yeah. <laughs> this one's for me and I'm going to buy it. Um I'm first in line that night. 
<laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a hard call. Um, so I, I wondered if Amazon or Best Buy would put them on sale, like on their website on day of, um, I don't know when that would happen if it, if it happens. Um, but, uh, but I, I had, I had that thought where I was like, ah, I wonder if they're going to come back in stock. Um, cause sometimes what happens is, uh, retailers will get allotted a certain number of copies for their, you know, for each store. And then they'll allot a certain number of copies for the online store. And then they'll get more for the online store than they expected. And so they'll just like list those, like put those up on the, uh, on the website for sale. So I was curious if that would potentially happen. Um, the competition on these are real high because I've even seen on eBay them going for upwards of like, you know, 300, 400 bucks. So yeah, you know, if anybody gets their hands on one, you know, good luck there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I might, I might just swing by there after, after work, I guess it would come out at midnight tomorrow, right? Ooh, yeah. Or I don't know, maybe East coast time. You think East Coast time? Like I, know that, I, I know that the that digital sense. version unlocks at East Coast time. So 11 p.m. Central or like, I guess, uh, West, you know, if you're in Pacific or whatever, you'd be as early as 9 p.m., right. um, which is wild. But so I don't know. You'd have to maybe check with the GameStop and be like, what time are you doing your midnight launch event? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, good luck to everyone uh, playing and uh, hope that uh, you have a good time with, uh, with Tears of the Kingdom. Yep, we'll let you know what we think when uh, when it comes out. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at chrisright250. And johnwright777. And at stayontargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.